It's me, Stephanie, and this is Sanctioned by Stephanie. And today I have the most hyped, hyped guest ever. Like she has rocked it out the entire theme song, you guys. But I would expect nonetheless from the winner of the 2022 first annual Diva Cup. The champ is here. Give it up for the one, the only, Julia Labrell, everybody. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to put you on Insta right now. Oh, yeah. There you go. I All right. Live. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's so I funny. I mentioned you with that. You're, you're going insane. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, did Julia, like, literally leave a rave and come here? <laughs> because That is the best. She's took the, of all the guests, that was the yeah. best. That was the best. I was like, is it, is it, is so it? So every other guest after this has to step their game up now. Yeah, they all have to, like, <laughs> literally, Scott did the dip down, you know, he oh. did the dip, you know, but, like, you were like, I mean, you rocked it out worse than a white boy just now. <laughs> Scotty had it, and then now she just took oh, yeah. it. Okay, no. all right, we, Scotty had uh, it. I was going to say, that's like my perfect competition. You, like, Scott? We are never, because we're not. We I just like, every once in a while we sit down next to each other and we're like, therapy? It's like, mm-hmm. yes. No, he's he's such a sweet baby angel. I swear, it's so funny. Uh, but like, I, like, you guys do have like, totally the same energy though oh yeah no. except when you're just a fucking honey badger and you just want to like go at everything like oh yeah i get ragey julia julia this is why this she won the diva cup okay <laughs> because me and whitney naomi um my main hoe we were sitting there trying to figure this out and we had it between about four individuals and and whitney just was like she just sprung out the gate like nobody's business and was like, hit me. Like, give me a topic. Give me a topic. I did my like softball catcher stance <laughs> that I perfected when I was nine. <laughs> For like the two years I did softball because you got to get it in early. It's, it's what I did to make bigger girls feel intimidated by me. <laughs> it's like, I am ready. Bring it on. Like I take directions well. Throw it at my face. <laughs> it's like the first rule of like trying to survive in the wilderness. Like make yourself just look bigger. <laughs> I, I definitely like looking back. It's like there's there's no better way to describe me as a child than like a kid lesbian like every stereotype you have for lesbian without the sex involved is like what i was as a tiny child okay so let's talk about tiny child julia (laughs) all right (laughs) we're gonna talk about tiny child julia like um was tiny child julia funny i you know it's really like it's like yes and no i was Uh very it was hard to explain a little bit because of course like i'm having trouble now articulating it okay (laughs) but it's like I I like to start out being like I absolutely grew up with that really obnoxious like two great parents thing. Okay. It's awful, right? <laughs> <laughs> like my parent like my like I had feminist parents, so of course this wow. is what happened. But like also my parents are from like rural Missouri. So like okay. I mean, I, my dad is from outside St. Louis and my mom was from like a small town. But she lit, her dad was an architect, mm-hmm. so he, they traveled all over and were like very unstable. So did you grow up there or did you uh, guys, no, they, they settled like, here? No, it's real fucking cute, actually. Okay. It's even more disgusting. They oh, went to, God. They met in college, and I know for a deeply uncomfortable reason that I'm pretty sure it was my mom's, like, first serious boyfriend was my dad. Okay. And But then they, like, broke up because my mom was too intense. 
oh. <laughs> it's a hurry of human. Oh. And then uh, she was like too much on like the marrying path, I guess. Right. And my dad was like, whoa. Yeah. Uh, so then she did that. She like got married, you know, after co- like during college or after college, like got married, traveled, did all that stuff. and then, To a different guy. Oh, absolutely. He was, okay. And he was... We do not like him. Oh, <laughs> we do not. No, no, but that's okay. Cause he who shall have no name. Not a terrible, he, I don't know. It, she did. I found out that she was married beforehand because I opened up one of her books and mm-hmm. it had her like maiden name in the cover. Oh, really? It was like Sarah Edwards. I'm like, who the fuck is Sarah Edwards? And she's like, whoopsies, I forgot to remove that one. So your mom was married to John Edwards? No, absolutely <laughs> not. Good God, no. No, she was like. <laughs> the politician or the, uh, the creepy guy that reads people? No, no. <laughs> Neither. It was some dude who was like got his PhD in physics and like banged a secretary mm. or something. She may not want me to say this, but I'm at this it's point okay. she's got it. We don't yeah, really she know. Knows. Yeah, she no, doesn't. It's gonna be very exciting. She'll probably just comment a lot on the like on any link on Facebook that you post well, about it. Well, it's kind of it's kind of interesting if you find out that your parent was married before. Yeah, and you it know was, that's it, the story that I'm looking at right, right now. I don't give a shit about him. Right? <laughs> no, it is, and it is. It was like it was that, but it was also like my. Pa- I found out, I knew my parents. I don't remember entirely, like, how this all, you know, you find out about this stuff. But my parents dated in college. And, like, the wild part was, like, after my mom got divorced, moved um, to Chicago, where a lot of her family was. And, her like, mm-hmm. their annual, like, their yearbook came out at the college. And apparently my dad just saw that she, like, changed her back to her maiden name and, like, wrote her a letter. Wow. Yeah, he was working for, he worked for Ford. So he was up in Dearborn. Like, he, he, yeah. he, he was in Dearborn. And so, like, yeah, basically he, like was like, hey, how's it going? And then, like, rolled up on his motorcycle, and, like, that's the story. Wow. I love that. Yeah. My mom, my dad's pretty convinced, though, that my mom actually started dating him because he had a washing machine (laughs) in-house. I love that. I love that. But, like, no. I live in an apartment, and I don't have anywhere to clean my clothes. (laughs) She was just like, oh, free laundry. Oh. This is the crazy lady that was, like, obsessed with me before. Oh, no. I mean, I get it, though, because, like. I'm playing. no, no, no. I mean, my mom is bonkers. Like, absolutely nuts. One, like, she, there's a, one of my favorite pictures of her is, like, she just decided that, like, she, to put on a Viking hat and garden. Like, and wow. so then she had my dad, because my dad also loves photography and gets a kick out of my mom. They, like, staged an entire, like, photo shoot in, like, so they live in this, like, sub, like, little, like, senior condo community that's, like, backs up against their church. Literally. Mental health awareness institution. <laughs> yeah. No, we, we have a long lineage of, uh, playing, of strong. No, strong. No, this is this is the funny part is there's nothing. There's no shame about that. Like I grew up with parents being like, listen, depression runs in the, the family. family. Good. And and uh, it's like what was we didn't it? know till this generation in this family over here. <clears throat> so just so you know. Oh no, it, it, I'm it, the first one to go to therapy in my entire family. I'm not kidding. Oh, that no, yeah, that's the thing is yeah. like. That worked for my mom. It was like she, this is like the serious part is with how I ended up with such great parents. It's super obnoxious and terrible for comedy. Um, <laughs> everyone's like, what happened to you? I'm like, everything else. Like, <laughs> but everything like, good. Oh, uh, no, they, it's like, that was like a, the obnoxious part of the conversation they would have with me growing up was like, they had a choice to be parents. And yeah. they, like my mom grew up in the age when like, literally like, in her in her lifetime in her 20s when she was going from being married and not being married like mm-hmm. she still had to have her husband or her dad sign off on her like bank account right mm-hmm. you in the 60s like this is not yeah. old like and that's the part which yeah. is, and so for her too it was like she came of age like 
this is actually back around because I can't keep on one subject. Is like fine. part of the thing with the, like her conversation was around birth control. Like from when I was little was like the right to choose to be a parent and get your timing right. Right. If And, you know, and also being able to be like, yeah, it's a surprise, but we want it. Like right. we want to be in this position. So for her, that was like growing up. I mean, this makes me a very relatable child. Like growing right. up at the dinner table, they're like having conversations about birth control because she's like, in her mom, like her parents, like when her dad would go pick up like pads at the like yeah. dollar, you know, at the gas station, you know, where the Wherever liquor store, want, the yeah. pharmacy or whatever they did back yeah. then. I don't know the 1950s. I'm not there wherever, on purpose. Wherever <laughs> pussy pillows are available. Right. <laughs> <laughs> pussy pillows were available predominantly I, everywhere. And they used to have the big straps with the big, around the Oh waist. my God. Right. I read, <clears throat> are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Oh, of course you did. And I was like... What I have to wear a belt? Like, what is this about? Right, you know? like no, and that was the other part. My mom's like, progress. You don't have yeah. to wear a belt anymore <laughs> to keep your your pad up. <laughs> but like, they were. She, it was like that was such a conversation because she's like, yeah, my dad used to have, like would go pick her stuff up and then be in like a brown paper bag inside a brown paper bag. Inside yeah, like of, liquor. Right. <laughs> it was more. It, except liquor was more socially acceptable. No, right? like he was drinking the bottle of liquor and handing her her bag. He oh like, God! I, other opposite direction. More like she was drinking the liquor and, and taking, taking the bags. But yeah, <laughs> I mean. So, do you think that uh, growing up with this like progressive type family that it's it's allowed you to be more yourself as I, as as. as as a as a gay female, well, yeah, as one of them gay ladies, as yeah. one of them gay, <laughs> one of them, gay one of them homosexuals. Now I gotta tell you, I, I don't think I, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but like I grew up, my um my great auntie, my auntie Barbara, she was like the legit gangsta lesbian in my life. Like, oh. and I I legit was there until the end with her until oh, her God. last breath. I'm so and, jealous. And she like she left here had three ladies set her up in california (laughs) (laughs) yeah had three ladies set her up gave her a job as a production assistant Mm -hmm. on oh god literal dreams (laughs) literally my aunt took care of the olsen twins when they were filming uh when they were filming full house oh my god okay i have to like interrupt all of this okay yeah so as kid julia kid lesbian julia was obsessed with uh, mary kate and ashley Oh my God, because I like want, they were like, their birthday was actually like a month earlier than me. Okay. And then I was like, they had that whole franchise. Yes. And I just wanted to like go on adventures with them. Like I wanted to be their kid lesbian sidekick. You wanted to sell their brother with them. I, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was related. I mean, the base backwards baseball hat, I'd be like, ugh. Kids these days, like yeah, get rid of them. So, so um, I'm a few years ahead of you. So my, uh, my like little girl lesbian crush that I wanted to be like was mm. Candace Cameron, and now uh, that totally <laughs> backfired. No, that, that also, strangely enough, makes sense. Made sense because they kind of go like, oh, we're moving in this direction, and then like censorship through media does a nice wave. <laughs> that somehow it's like. All of these characters where I like looking back, I'm like, I think you were supposed to like you were a kid lesbian. You were the tomboy. Yeah, right? I was the tomboy. But as soon as you grew up, you had to start like banging dudes to prove that like, you know, 
right? Like you could wear the hat backwards as long right. as you could like suck dick. And right. it turns Just, out and I'm D- bad at both. DJ was like that because like yeah. she was the one that brought on like uh, you know, all the like <clears throat> new kids and stuff. Like right, right. you know, and it was like, Oh, bring on all the beefcake. Oh. Wait, it's Joey McIntyre. <laughs> like, no, and it's like but I like was obsessed with full house to the point where like my favorite like we do family dinner because of course we did. I'd be like, if I'm gonna have to put up with family dinner, we're watching TV. <laughs> so it was like five to five thirty. Like, right. But I mean, for me, it's it is it's that I was easy for me to have conversations about re- topics people are told not to talk about. Right. Because right? my parents, my mom. My mom's whole thing is I'm probably not supposed to be talking about this on any recorded set because, like, the joke around the dinner table was, like, we didn't make as many fart jokes as we did. <laughs> like, when we get in front of the queen, we tell her that we talked about great literature. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? It's like, I love when that. you're going to be in front of the queen, I need you to know that which forks to use. Just don't embarrass me. Don't embarrass me. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm so happy you think that's going to happen. But it was, like, it was definitely, like, a little bit of that, like, they... They grew up in such a space where, like, they really were conscious of, like, my mom, luckily for me, like, her parents were, to my understanding, like, complicated around race, but more progressive about it. Right. Yeah, and I know with, like, my dad's side of the family, there is a little bit more of that, like, hard line, but it wasn't coming from a point of violence, if that makes sense. It was a lot of the, like, we hate everyone equally. Absolutely. (laughs) I feel that. I feel that 100%. It's like, we're generations of, like, displaced farm kids, so, you know, it's like, you kind of figure out as you go along, but for them, it was really important to, like destigmatize those conversations because like they're hillbillies like yep. hillbillies talk about everything and you tell me not to talk about something i'm like we bringing it up right yeah and on top of it it's like oh you're making fun of me from mispronouncing this word well i read it in a book so <laughs> there you go yeah you didn't expect that did you from this appellation huh? like, <laughs> there's a reason we don't hang out like we embarrass the politics like it's- we my, yeah. my favorite SNL bit is the Appalachian uh, emergency room mm. <laughs> with Amy Poehler. Tell me about it because oh, I did God. not. I had a you have to time. look at you have to look you have to look that one up. That's funny. Okay. It's, it's, it's so it's like like literally like she's just like got one arm and she's like go over here over here <laughs> like it's yeah. so bad. Well, and like all of my like aunts were nurses, so it's like you oh. didn't go to the hospital. Like you got bandaged on the kitchen counter. Like <laughs> it was just that kind of like our family. Re- Unions were in the middle of the woods in northern Missouri. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was just like, so did you burn things? Did your family make you realize that you had this funniness to you that made you want to become a comic? So, like, one of the things that comes with like them being in the position they were, and we talked about this, like I said, like a Mm -hmm. lot was that my mom's mom actually had a stroke when I was six and she lived with us when I was a child. So, Mm -hmm. like, um, and then she passed away when I was 11. And then very quickly after that, my mom's dad actually like lived with us cause he had complications from a surgery. So okay. we were constantly in this state of just like kind of stress and dealing with tons of people right. in and out of a house. And it's like, you don't have privacy when you're dealing with like medical staff rolling through. And my parents are very open about like, you know, we're glad we have the resources to do that, this, to do that. You know? yeah. But it also was like, you just kind of had like, you know, how many kids like, are like watching grandma like getting her butt wiped, you know? Right. I have to be polite on that one, not use swear words because it's grandma. No, but, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> but it's like, you know, you get in these positions where you're like, you gotta just like screw it. And like, laugh about it. Right? I no. feel you on that. I completely connect yeah. with you on that because, uh, and he, he will tell you too, when we first got together, my grandfather had a stroke mm-hmm. and he moved in here and this was my dad's house. Me and my brother yeah. and my dad lived here and oh, okay. we took care of him. And we didn't have 
you know, we, he didn't have the, you know, the resources or yeah. whatever. So it was like all, all four of us were taking care of him. Plus my dad's girlfriend too. So it was like, <laughs> we're all like new in these relationships. Right. It's oh, so God. funny because like him and I got together right around my dad and girl and his girlfriend getting together like mm. 22 years ago. So oh, it God. was like, and this happened probably like what, four, three, three years into it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like th- so, so, and then Grandpa had the stroke, you know, and we're taking care of him, wiping his ass, you know, like him and I are showering him, you know, and it's just like it's it's it it completely like it makes you really understand like this is so like we're doing a good thing mm-hmm. but like we can just just joke and laugh about it yeah you know what i mean like yeah. you and and it's like he's having another dementia spell <laughs> you know what i mean like you're just oh, yeah. like you're in and, and and it completely like opens you up to another level of being able to find the funny and stuff yeah because it makes you find the funny in the things that are so tragic in your life you yeah. know and i think that that just grows comedy well and like it, it is it it's like funny in our family because we just we don't take anything seriously mm-hmm. ever. And of course, like I had, I was like the one kid who knew about except like, for women's rights. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like I was like the one kid who like knew sex ed before everyone else. Like, oh, really? No, it was like my mom was. This was part of it. Like we were at daycare or the uh, preschool, and they went on a field trip to the like hospital to the nursery, and my mom is standing next to this woman who's like very pregnant and has a little kid in front of her and he points at one of them he's like i don't want this one i want the one in there it's cuter (laughs) and my mom is like well we're gonna have to teach them that you can't just swap babies (laughs) so you know and therefore julia labrell's mother (laughs) is single-handedly uh 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 Keeping oh, yeah. all of these baby swapping things under oh control. It, yeah. it really was just like, you know, not, like periods weren't a point of shame. I mean, they still were because they were weird. Yeah. But like, you know, it's like embarrassing to be 12, but yeah. just in general. But like, it wasn't like, I didn't have to worry about like it being a surprise. Yeah. You know? And so that was part of it was like them having conversations from the beginning. And my dad's big thing was like. I was such an annoying, curious kid. I would just vomit around. Every, like, Can I, you just leave me alone? <laughs> it was like, no, I was always the one who like got up early and he's like, you want to go to the hardware store? And I'm like, absolutely. And his big thing was like, when I was like, a, when I was in like preschool, like I rolled up one day with like a tutu, like mismatched shoes, mismatched socks, like stripes, plaids, whatever, all on it. And the woman in the register is just giving him like the shit stare. Like, how dare you, you let, let your daughter, your child house? leave the house like this? And he looks at it and goes, what? She dressed herself. Like, yep. boom. You were, you were like Big Daddy before Big Daddy happened. You were Frankenstein before I Frankenstein. Was, I was expressing myself very enthusiastically as a child. But like, it really was that level of like getting of independence that they definitely screwed themselves on by like giving me that. Okay. So fast forward, we get to mm-hmm. we're we're uh how old are you when you decide you're going to do stand-up comedy? Oh, I mean, that happened in the last couple of years. Just the last like, couple of years? Yeah. Okay. It, and how did that come about? Well, it, it it's funny because, like, it's one of those things which hits you real hard. Uh-huh. Uh, but actually, you know Christine Villaginevsky? Yep. Yeah. She, I've known her for, okay. like, a decade. Like, oh, okay. I, I know her because she played, you know, women's football. Oh, okay. But, you know, we're part of the same team. I get Not it. Not that I play sports, but, you know, the, yeah. the, the raging gays. So, yes. I've known her, and I went to go see her do a sh- uh, at Mark Ridley's, and I was like, oh, shit, this is awesome. And, like, mm-hmm. we always had really good, like, a really enjoyable time with each other. Like, 
always on that periphery of circles. Yeah, she's real cool and down. Oh, amazing. Mm-hmm. Human. Like, mm-hmm. her and her wife, Brooke, are so funny. And right, yeah. Brooke is kind of under... Like, Brooke is, like, prepared funny. Like, okay. that's a different... I was going to say... Brooke at one time went, we were at like a dinner theater birthday party. Cause of course we were. Uh-huh. Um, and she dressed up as like a character as a doctor and Christine's wife uh-huh. had business cards. Like <laughs> she made props for the whole thing. Like the two of us. And I, of course I had props cause I was playing some mystical like witchy woman. And so I raided my mom's wardrobe entirely. Like I was wearing my mother's clothing right? and I had like the crystal ball and I had all the accessories. And then we just start sharing, like trading accessories. Right. Like, oh my right, God, right. this is amazing. So like we get into a bit, but um, yeah, I went and saw her and then she was like, I was like, oh, this is really cool. Like, I think I would like to do this because at that time I was also like, <laughs> I'd gotten fired for like the fourth or fifth time. Right. Because of course. Um, and I was like, what do I want to do? Because nothing else is working. Mm-hmm. Like, and the messed up, I mean, the, the like screwy part about it is a solid chunk of them, like being gay, openly gay was part of it. Yeah. Like, so, you know, you just have to roll with the punches and you're just kind of like, yup, uh, we'll hit a little <laughs> bit of a depressive state, drink a couple boxes of wine and figure it out. Yeah. And yeah. so I finally like was like, this is like the fourth time I've gotten fired for this. So right. like, clearly I can't exist well in a corporate environment. Um, so I was like. Took myself on a little bit of a, like, camping writer's retreat. And then, like, I realized that, like, this is what I'd always come back to, like, since I was a kid. Like, I wasn't... You're silly. I wasn't really... I mean, I was a funny kid. I was a creative kid. Mm -hmm. Can't say I was actually that funny because it's hard. Like, there's moments. Like, I remember in, like, when I was, like, uh, six, it was me and David and Matt. And we would sit together at lunch and see if we could make each other snort milk out of our noses. Like, you know, you're trying to make each other laugh. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, who's got the best jokes? Like, right. And it's a lot of physical comedy as a kid, like throwing the hot dogs on the floor and seeing if they bounce. Yeah. 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 It's um, great. They so, always, uh, like, <laughs> I heard the term lately, like when I've been like around all the black comics of doing the dozens. Mm-hmm. But if you know what doing dozens is, it's basically like just riffing on people. Yeah. And that's where I think that like my comedy started because we always would mess with everybody. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's kind of like the same kind of thing. Well, and for me, too, it was a lot of also like the defensive thing because I was like hanging. It was yeah, a little bit of like hanging out with the boys. Yeah. But then also it became like I said. Are you one of the boys like Nicole? Oh, I wish I Your was. Twin? No. Your doppelganger. Listen, it's hard. Boys are hard to be friends with. They Uh, are. Yeah, because like their girlfriends think I want to sleep with them. Absolutely. Right? And I'm like, I can be, I have been this gay my entire life and I have been out yeah, since you're 18. A, you're a pretty gay though. <laughs> Some people don't know for sure. No, okay, fuck that. It's like, oh my God, the worst is like, it really was like, that's the part, hardest part about it is like, I'd have these guy friends and then they did, you know, you ditch out and then the girls don't want to hang out with me because hanging out with me makes them look suspicious. Right, right? exactly. And yeah. so you just kind of get in this weird space of being like superficial friends with a lot of people because you can't figure out who's cool with it. Do you feel more of a camaraderie with the comedy community and do you think that like those people more like support you and and are are behind you than like people that like you might have just hung out in real life with (laughs) in real life a little bit bit, yeah but like a wild part too is like when i was saying with like christine like she she actually did that thing the jackassing comic steward she like wrote me in on a set at sneakers Ah. and i went up there and did like three minutes it was uh uh and then um, it was because it was like a Christmas show, a tip show or whatever. It, like mm-hmm. all the comics got paid. So I actually yeah. got paid like 20 bucks my nice. first time. Nice. And I was like, oh, oh, 
Like, this wanna, is an option. Yeah, like, it can happen. Yeah. And yeah. then the thing with comedy, too, is it's, like, the first time we're, like, it's worth the sexism. Like, mm-hmm. I can actually say something back to you, unlike in customer service, where I just have to, like, sabotage your, clo- your like, potato chips or whatever. <laughs> you know, like, working in a grocery store when it's, like, going down the aisle and someone says something really inappropriate to you and you just crunch their chips. A or little like, bit too much, yeah. Just put the, like, put something heavy on top of the eggs. I mean, I throw the eggs on top of the bread. That's what I do. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> Thing for, uh, no, I That's the, savage, right in, there. Or the coffee can on top of or the Or the eggs. coffee can. Uh, you're like, oh, But who eggs. really buys coffee in a, in a can anymore? My mother. Your mother? <laughs> she orders it. She's I mean, doesn't thinking. everybody have K-cups now and, oh, and a version God. of a K-cup? <laughs> no, she's dedicated to this brand, Chock Full of Nuts. And I'll plug them because I've been drinking it my entire it's life. It's good. Yeah. My she, grandma used to have it, too. Yup. I yep. believe it. <laughs> and and I will say, like, my if I'm going to, like, brew coffee in, like, just from a can, it's Cafe Bustello. That's okay. my coffee oh, that no, I go I got for. You yeah, the that. Espresso version of it. I'm too broke to have yeah. a preference right now, but no, yeah. like me too. Like I'm like I'm like let me reuse this Walmart K cup three times, no. <laughs> just to get yeah. a cup of coffee. Well, it's like it's it was part of the thing with it that like came back around to the comedy stuff that you're taught you know you mm-hmm. bring up is like I had not no like I just would I would just force myself to do things as a kid, right? So like I like was like nervous about going on stage, so I did the like band camp talent show you know right 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 and like the the first time i did it i like hit on everyone like i did all pickup lines Mm -hmm. like it's the classic thing that happened to me at like church camp where like i didn't talk for like three days (laughs) and then they did this like improv game where you have to like take a pose and then like you know freeze and then sub in so like the lifeguard was doing something he was like bent over and i like did freeze and like again hadn't talked which is surprising now but right you kind of have to case the joint when you're a queer kid. Like you have to make sure that you know who's on your side. Fat kids got to do that too. Right. Yeah. Right. So you're like, like, I you think you're like, nice, and then I go in the bathroom mm-hmm. and close the door, and all of a sudden and then you're, you're talking like, about me. It's a, it's, a, it's a shamu party, right? Like, and you're like, you're talking about me. Like, oh god, not Come again. On. Like, Are you kidding me? Um, so, so real yeah. quick, so real quick. All right. So after Christine's show. Mm-hmm. Um, you, yeah, redirect you, me. you kept doing comedy, right? Well, it was 2000. Well, I actually, it was after Christine's show. I almost immediately got a divorce. So I kind of, oh, was, okay. So but you, I did, you were married for how long? Four years. Four years. Yeah, I was married okay. my ex away for four years. You had a nice little starter marriage. I, it was a seven year. I starter marriages make you live and learn. That, That's I all like I'm going to say. I like that. There you go. I, uh, I think for me, the wild part is it when we first got together, like the fight for marriage equality, like was still going, like a still thing. And it hadn't actually been approved until after we got married. Oh shit. Nationally. Okay. So like we were in this other, th- it was for me, the funny part is like, it never even occurred to me to get married. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I never had that j- strained. Right. Those but you guys were like, so she asked and I was like, well, fuck. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you're like, and I'll then- be your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I mean, and then like you get married and you realize like for a lot of different reasons that, um, I don't know, it just became very hard. And the complicated part is being like in a gay relationship with women. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's my preference, generally. Although I mean, you know, like, if you're gonna be in a gay relationship, right. it's gonna I'll, be with a woman. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it, but like, it's like, well, I'm queer, so you know, I also like right. that, like, ambiguous but, types. But with this one, it was like, um, there's so much additional pressure. You don't mm-hmm. have the same financial stability. Um, you have like, the, it's like compounded. You don't have a lot of models of relationships, and women are very verbally mean. So you can get mean real fast. Oh yeah, like, it gets nasty. 
And it's like, that's not how I came up was like, it was like, that was one of the rules was like, you can, it's, it's little things, but like with my parents, it, cause they were, you know, trying to stop intergenerational like abuses, right. like behavior, like, you know, well, they were happens. proactive as fuck. <laughs> I know. You, and they're, you have the most proactive as hell oh my parents. God. And they're like, the wildest part is on paper. They're like conservative Christians. So they just blow everyone's mind. Like they're active in a church. My dad mows the church lawn once a week. Right. So, so you're like, you're, I was a youth group leader. Like, <laughs> wait, but so, so but like, you're, it, you're a gay woman. Yes. Well, you, you identify as gay. I identify you, as gay and queer. Gay and queer. Gross. Okay. Yeah. And your sister too? Uh, no, no, my oh. sister, is, well, my sister, um, I would say like she, her partner is bi and she is like, likes, you know, recognized. So she's very open too. She is. Yeah. Okay. And she has her own very special. <laughs> okay. Adventures. That's yeah. what, that's what I was curious. Cause you said partner earlier. Oh, so yeah. I, but I mean, like, I understand that that is something that a lot of people say, mm -hmm. you know, when, when you're, when you have a lot of friends that might have different types well, of relationships. It's also that like they've been together for 13 years, but they have no plans of getting married. Oh, like, they're really? kind of the crew, which is like, we're going to just roll through until there's an excuse. Like it might be we, like 30 years when they need insurance. We got one in our family. It was my uncle Joe and my aunt Kim. They were together for 30 years and then they finally got married for insurance purposes. Exactly. <laughs> that was my, that was my aunt Laura and uncle Dave. Yeah, like, man. Oh no. And that's the, that, I mean, that's it. Like, it's like, you just have different ways of like, that's the big thing with my parents was they were trying really hard to show is that there's just like a lot of different ways to like exist as people and they're mm -hmm. not invalid. Do you feel like you always knew who your parents were growing up? Because one thing that I like, my parents hid a lot of who the real person that they yeah. were growing up was. No, I, I, this is the thing with my mom is she was like, your dad doesn't play games. Like what comes out of his mouth is like, he's, he's, he's very straightforward. Straight. He is. He is like, he is that dude who's like, God is like, is he's your a dad Harrison Ford. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Although he, I'm, but I'm sure picturing he, Harrison Ford I, right he now. Red hair and uh, definitely oh. very handy. Yeah. Okay. That, all right. All right. I'm, I'm I got, more of a. Oh God. What's his name? No, William did, H Macy. I uh, no. I don't know. It's like my dad. Like he it's has a mustache. <laughs> he, he has, has red hair and he likes photography and he's six <laughs> feet tall. And he grew up. Your in, dad's six foot tall. Oh, my parents. I'm the shortest person on You're both sides shortest? of my family by four inches. Really? Like, I am a shorty. Like, I, everyone's goddamn giants. Like, my cousin, my short, my brother is 5'8", and he's, like, the next shortest, if I remember correctly. Were you a preemie? No, I was two <laughs> weeks late. I took my time getting here. I was 12 fucking pounds, Oh, my Stephanie. God. No, I, I was inconveniencing everyone from the beginning. My mom tells me that I, like, popped out mid-shift, too. Like, I was just, like, between the nurses. I'm a late stage. baby, too. Yeah, she was there for a minute. She was two weeks late. Took a while to, you know, and it was 10, 10 p.m. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, <it was laughs> like, and I know that. I was sitting there waiting. Because she just was screaming. She's like, get the doctor in here. This is not the nurse's job. <laughs> like, Oh man! No, it was I'm I I was, and she says like I came out running, like I was just ready to go, <laughs> which makes sense. I wouldn't shut the fuck up. No, and, you know, I mean, I keep I wrote on all these comics to like name drop later when you ask me about my favorite. Well, that's I'm, gonna, I'm asking you right now. That's where okay, we're at cool. right now. So, so yeah. who are your influences in comedy? Um, well, and this is the part for and me. And then also the the end Logo. to that is people in the scene now that yeah. you look up. Yeah. Well, okay. like the thing with comedy is like, it wasn't, so I didn't enjoy it because a lot of comics and that's out 
in the public yeah. are sexist, racist, and homophobic, right? <laughs> like, but, like, even you when we're joy to the, the sexist and racist and homophobic. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. you then, come out there and you just start letting it go. <laughs> well, and the thing, know? I mean, that's that's it. It's like the thing for me was like every time someone would bring up a comic, it's like they're funny, but then like. What is it? Everyone was into Dane Cook, and now he's like grooming. He's a youth leader who got married his like seventeen year old girlfriend. Like seventeen years old, yeah. When they started dating, but everyone's yeah. cool with it. And Everybody's it's like, cool with it. Yeah, that I mean, was that's, that's that's why I didn't have friends in high school because I was. I mean, I did actually. I had lovely people, but it's like I was the kid who was the one there. Like the I, don't I like annoyed the, people in high school. Is what like, you're this, trying to say? Because I called people I out. Was, I was I. I'm I a bullshit collar outer. I'm a bullshit even... collar outer. That's what no, you are. I didn't have the energy to call the bullshit out as much as I just made people deeply uncomfortable. Like ah. when I was telling you about, you were like, like, I'm just sadly disappointed in you. <laughs> I'm just sadly disappointed. Well, like, so like I told you, about how I had like jaw surgery. That's why I, yeah. I didn't have my wisdom teeth taken right, out. I got, right. Yeah, because I my face came in wonky. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I had great parents, but a real unfortunate overbite. Like well, <laughs> open bite. It was complicated. Yeah, and um. So like I had surgery and then I uh, I was exhausted because like the, yeah the doctors these jerk ass doctors tell a fifteen year old kid it's gonna take you like six weeks to start feeling better and it took me a year I got like super sick and then like on top you know I can get into like all the fun it's bullshit sad and depressing but oh and the best well like, yeah because I was you and your know, mom sitting at breakfast every morning like are you depressed <laughs> <laughs> because like, she really is talk? aware and I'm like no. <laughs> No, no. Um, it was like, oh, the best part was that was when she decided to like do things for herself and go from being a stay at home mom to like working. Oh, okay. so it was just great because her first year teaching was uh, was 2001. So she started teaching in September of 2001. Oh, geez. <laughs> and that was the year that I had surgery. So I was at home every other day uh, recovering and I watched a lot of date. I woke up at 6 a.m. I was watching daytime TV. What year was this? Uh, 2001. So, you know. Oh, there, were there I, any good trials on at that time? Uh, no, I was going to say, well, I lived in Dearborn during September 11th. So that's oh, comedy in itself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I got to watch it live on TV because I, I was did at too. home. <laughs> and I didn't, I had jaw surgery. I couldn't eat. I didn't have the energy to call anyone or talk to anyone. My mom's in school. My dad's working up. And, oh my God. And I'm just watching, eating baby food. <laughs> With just adding salt, eating beef, blended beef barley, being oh like, I guess this God. is what's happening. This is what we're eating tonight. Yeah, this is, and I knew. And, and, and I'm like, and then the world's crashing and burning in front right? of me. And I'm 15 being like, well, this is going to get weird. Like and Dane Cook married a 17-year-old oh girlfriend. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he was like a popular comic back then. <laughs> Do you know, when I was a child, didn't like, I mean, I didn't mind him. So but. did you, okay, so like, okay, literally my favorite Dane Cook, like, whole bit is mm. when he talks about like how when you get hit by a car your shoes fly off oh no that actually is really funny <laughs> i knew a kid who got hit by a car and he was holding a pizza and he was like <laughs> he got hit by the car he's holding the pizza still holding the pizza but no, <laughs> no shoes no no lie he ended up like like injured but keeping the pizza, pizza level <laughs> the pizza was not not no. harmed at all no and, uh, pizzas were harmed in this no it's like my, a lot of my comedy though was more like I, my parents were really into sitcoms like we watched a lot of that stuff like the Adams family was like oh, it, yeah. right yeah. like like yeah my like so your parents are a little older then they, they are, were yeah. how old when they had you uh 35 okay yeah. so like me like how we uh, how yeah. old we are because our kids are um eight and six yeah so it's it's yeah it's, 
And so, for the 80s, that was a big deal. No, that is a big deal. Yeah. Like, they were like Diane Keaton age, you know? <laughs> like, they were like... I was one... This is the unrelatable part is, like, I, was, I wasn't I was until I hit... Uh, I had my, like, middle school best friend was the only other girl who we realized, like, we were the firstborn in, in our family... And our parents were the same age. Everyone yeah. else, it was like they had a bunch of kids beforehand. Super young. Yeah. And yeah. then, like, my mom rolls My mom in. was 19. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, and she, well, I was jealous of that. Like, that was way more normal. No, but, the, like, the thing was, it was, like, it was also very much more damaging. No, no. I mean. Because they're not as, they're not as grown. Well, it's my mom's thing you was know? babies raising babies. Like, her exactly. parents were, ni- were, like, 19 and 20, 20, 21. Exactly. Yeah. And exactly. my dad's parents were older because they were the ones, like, my parents are both baby boomers. Like, mm-hmm. but my dad's parents were, uh, like, his dad was, like, drafted right. in World War Two. So, like, they had, they got married afterwards. So, they were a little right. older, too. A little like, bit older. It was a different, you know, it was different. But, like, yeah. yeah, for that stuff, it's, like, I don't know. It was a lot of the comedy. It's the sitcoms. But most of, I mean, like, I just had to find the funny in everything. Like, I right. was a Sunday school teacher watching VeggieTales, being like, this right. is hilarious. This is hilarious, Let yeah. me see how to communicate to my friends. Like, I was selling VBS to all my atheist friends, being like, listen, guys, we don't really care that much about the Jesus-y stuff so much as, like, you make sure the kids don't die. The kids don't die. Like, how do you feel about crafts and snacks? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it was just like, yeah, I had to sell my lifestyle. Any uh, any big female comics that influenced you back in, like, older female comics or anything like that that, you, like, you noticed or stuck out to you? You know, no, I mean, it, like, it really was just kind of rotating just through the sitcom through stuff. Through the sitcom but stuff. It, it more, I wish I could give you, like, that, but it wasn't so, I mean, it was, like, at most, it was I unintentionally. Just wanted, okay, so, like, my favorite is Joan Rivers, and I just okay. wanted to know if you were ever into Fashion Police. I uh, I got into Fashion Police because of my ex, so ah. she was a Joan Rivers fan. <laughs> okay, And I okay. have to tell her, like, that's the, like, no, I, I was like, that's one of the ones was, like, there's a little bit of that with her, where she was a little more into, like, some of the comedy. Because she's snarky, and, and yeah. yeah. Okay, I get that. <laughs> but I'm not mad about it. I came in, like, my, like, my comedy idol is Miss Frizzle. Like, oh, that, you okay. know. All right, all right, all right. Let's get on that magic school bus. Uh, you right. know, <laughs> yeah. it, it's a preposterous situation. You might as well have fun with it, right? So, yeah. besides the people that influenced you and the sitcoms that influenced you, like, who yeah. do you look at now in the scene here and nationally? Well, that's the thing is, like, the comedy stuff never, like, I realized as a career because comedy writing is a career. Like, I came at it from the writing standpoint, not right. the, like, performance stand-up. Because, like, I, part of the thing, too, is that, like, and I loved... Like, I didn't realize, I danced my entire, like, life. Like, I've oh, had, really? Yeah, like, I have, like, over a decade of dance training. Like, ballet? Uh, ballet, tap, and jazz. Oh, like, yeah. And, like, musical theater tap. I did like, ballet, <laughs> tap, and jazz. Yeah. But I didn't do toe. Toe um, is too much. I loved it, but that's because it hurt. No. <laughs> oh, God. No, I like, my one, no. my one friend growing up, like, she was, like, religiously, like, she was yeah. such a great... Uh, toe ballet dancer and like like she just like I just looked at her feet and I just felt so bad for her. Oh, it's yeah, it's you tear a lot. them up. Oh and god, like, and like it's a and it's a sport and it's dismissed as it not. Is. And like I loved it's it, torture. But I also like didn't have the dance body type theoretically. Like, really, you would think no. I mean, I got that's part of the just critique. Just like shorter? I wasn't. Uh, I, I've, I was always a little bit heavy. I mean, now I'm pretty much the, what I was in high school. But no, you get crap for it. You're I know. not heavy at all. <laughs> I, listen, I know. Well, I was like, 
that was a different one. Like, mm-hmm. but because I have lost a lot of weight. You got to be like Natalie but, Portman, <laughs> of you do, black and swan, tall, and yeah. like there's a perception of it, and I didn't fit it, and also I wasn't as feminine. So like mm. when I did theater, like that was one of the things that sucked. Just like I took a theater class and I was super you were excited the daddy. about it. <laughs> 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 well, I, I was like the little. I was. I was like, yeah, I was like tomboy kid, and like right. my got I got a bad grade in a theater class because I didn't dress feminine enough for a performance, and I was like, that's not my interpretation of it. But I couldn't say that as a kid. I just cried in like the bathroom right. still, and was like, listening to everyone talking everybody. to me. <laughs> like, I get you. I mean, like Julia's weird, but oh yeah, no, and that's the weird one. It's like because I had surgery and was like actively depressed because my body was like not into it and like. Yeah struggling i didn't gain or lose weight a lot but then when i like started getting better it was like just you know immediately started gaining weight because you're a kid right 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 you're supposed to but nothing fit and i was miserable and then my neighbor gave me all of her catholic school uniforms and so i went to the public school in all of her catholic school uniforms but like in an unsexy way Uh, like they were oversized it was button downs it was like the (laughs) it was daria like actually that was the comedy inspiration is when i was 12 i was staying with my aunt in chicago and kate and mtv saves lives because i stayed up everyone went to bed and i like flipped on just the tv there's a daria marathon and i like sat there and watched it for until everyone woke up the next morning being like what is this so daria daria (laughs) Daria originally aired and i think i was like i was probably like 13 Mm -hmm. 14 year when it first started airing and i was like oh my god so relatable other than the glasses but like bangs right dark hair the suburban nightmare kind of like you know, I feel kind of like I belong, but I don't belong. Right. You know what I mean? Like you're a smart woman and no yeah. one, and you yeah. can't. But also my other thing was, is like, I always tried to belong, which was like cheerleader, sports, yeah. all that. Well, you you're know? a pretty yeah. girl too. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you're you. Welcome. Thank 1997 you. is when it premiered. Uh, yeah, I was so good. So I was 17. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Junior in high school. So my scene, my yeah. junior, junior to senior. Yeah, yeah that's like that's yeah. Daria, yeah, Daria sure. was like smart. That's the thing. It's like you guys. I love that chick. show. I loved it. And that's the hard part is like being the smart, like being the smart chick is not advantageous. Yes. And when you can't shut it off because you're also the weird one. Like, like, like the best part though is like, cause I was, I was preempt, I was like riot girl, right? Like I was like, I wanted to hang out with those chicks, but I lived in Dearborn, Michigan. Like it is not known for its punk rock riot girl scene. It's known for a lot of other terrible. known for halal. Well now, and then, you know, and then back in the sixties, it was known for redlining so hard. Definitely redlining. I liked my joke was like, it's redlining so hard. They forgot about brown people. (laughs) And then Dearborn happens. And then Dearborn <laughs> just happens. And it's like, yeah, I, I mean, like, I went to, when I went to college and ended up, like, in a predominantly, like, white, like, dorm and everything, I freaked out. <laughs> it was like, I was like, I'm this not is used to no, being I couldn't. so white, you guys. I'm like, yeah, that was the wild part was, like, I remember the thing, like, I hate, I hate when people are like, 9-11, but I also grew up in Dearborn as a kid. Right, like, it's right. relevant now, yeah. especially with conversations around, like, colorism and stuff. Yeah. Is like, and like just everything, right? Yeah. So, like, 
I was there the day before it happened at school, and I was the day the day there the day after, after it happened. It you happened. weren't there the and day. And it was happened. like just all of a sudden, I was like, it was like everyone was like, "Are you scared?" And I'm like, "Of who? Like, right. what are they like, going to do to me?" Right? It was right. my joke is always like, "I, I no, I want to hate Mohammed for being a jerk. Like, I, <laughs> I I've hated this dude because he stole my lunch money, not right. because like I'm racist. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> right? Exactly. Right. Exactly. So yeah, no, it's like it's just humor came out of just having to live through a lot of crap right like yeah. being being in the position where you're just like it, and then you're funny and snarky and the guys get away with it <laughs> so you're like you why it, can't i do and it and they're just like oh she's making us deeply uncomfortable mm-hmm. right which is mm-hmm. mostly my brand of comedy yeah yeah and then yeah and like you get oh yeah it was like and i was wearing the like ties before like avril lavigne but then everyone was like are you trying to be avril lavigne i was like no trying <laughs> She's to be dead. hannah like get over yourself you know avril lavigne's really dead right Oh, no. When did that happen? Like, so, like, she's not dead, but, like, there's a whole, like, rumor that... Oh, the conspiracy? Well, yeah, I mean, she's Canadian, yeah, yeah, so I whatever. Know. I mean, like, it's, it's it's just Canadian. They'll just freeze her in it's ice and bring Canadian. her back. <laughs> freeze her in just, just like Walt she Disney, right? She's a guys. national treasure in Canada. <laughs> just well, like Alanis Morissette. Yes. Oh, the thing, and this is the fun part, though, about being in this weird space so close mm-hmm. to Canada. Did you, like, listen to all, like, the Canadian radio stations oh, or watch, like, CBC? Yeah. Honey. I forgot this, like... Uh, this Our hour? Lady Peace. I was oh, such an Our Lady it. Peace fan. Oh, this is where we... Uh, did he have the burn CDs? <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. All right, did real quick, buy- real quick. We have, to, we have to close this down really quick and take a break, okay? We're going to take a break, and we will be back with more Canadian rock from the <laughs> 1990s and 2000s, okay? From the 99 and the 2000s. Oh, my God. We'll be back with more Julia LeBrow. <laughs> experience prompt service this is what you get from good helpers heating and cooling and jones labor services we have over 20 years experience good helpers is there to make your life easier with 20 years experience we can take care of any heating or cooling situation let good helpers help you call 313-270-3600 313-270-3600 julia She's punching the <laughs> fuck out of the air right now, you guys. Dude, I I was such a riot girl. I'm riot telling girl. you what. Pussy I, riot? Oh, my God. From yes. here on out, <laughs> the guest on this show from here on out has got a very high bar to judge. Yeah. When it comes to dancing into their <laughs> intro. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're oh, going to yeah. end up having like a ball, a gay ballroom here. Oh, oh totally. <laughs> The only way you can top Julia Labrell is if you do gay ballroom. Yeah. (laughs) You just come out here. Oh my God, do the duck walk. I can't do Do that. I can't. Mm. I can't do the death drop it's either. It's so funny. Every oh my time God. I see it, it hurts my knees. It's, it's so wild. Um, yeah, like I, I totally like the gay ballroom oh. is wild to me. The dancing <sighs> is so amazing. Like they're just, Love they're it. insane. So we are back for the second half yes. of Sanctioned by Stephanie. Do you want to do your whole like drop down Ooh. thing now or do you want to do it at the end? Oh, okay. Wait, I don't know. I was going to. Oh, okay, everything. whatever you want to do. Well, what was you were asking about the comedy scene and the thing for me was yeah. like. It was just like, 
I didn't like the comedy I saw out there. The one who I do really like is the, the and I should know her name because I've been following her for a while, Kate McKinnon, right? Okay. That's one of the actual, I saw her on this sketch show called Big Gay Sketch Show, uh-huh. and it was horrendous except for when she was in it, right? Okay, okay. Like, it was like, I mean, it was great because it's like not a lot of gay sketch shows, but it was like right. on Logo for free on purpose, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so... And it made you laugh. Oh, my God. And so it's like that kind of just like over the top, just right. playing whatever character you throw at them. Um, I loved that. But like, I didn't get into a lot of stuff because I, like I said, it was like, why bother listening to someone who's making homophobic comments, right? I don't care if they come off funny half the time. Right. I know they're not going to like me. Right. Why would I listen to someone who doesn't like me? Right. Right. Exactly. (laughs) And so like it was during before. So like I actually got into the comedy scene, like I said, with like Christine, because she's a longtime friend. Mm -hmm. And then I ended up meeting, um, I was like, like I said, I got like all my notes, but I was like, I met Alana Gonzalez through that. Okay. Through, Cause they're buddies. Like they've yeah. known each other a long time. And like, yeah. she was, that was a, like women in comedy kind of the moment, which was like, oh, this is cool. Like oh, there are people right. who like are looking forward to seeing me. I had a moment because, like that with Elena too. Oh my God. Yeah. And I always F up her name too. <laughs> is it Alana or Elena? I don't know. She, I don't listen, know. Listen, she's hot, so it doesn't matter, she's right? Hot. Like yeah. she'll take, she'll take it out. She's got the now. sexiest voice in comedy, I think. <laughs> she And she just like, she's just makes you feel very comfortable around her. And that Absolutely. was like made it easier to come into a space where it's most like I'm listening to a lot of comics or people trying out comedy that's very homophobic and not funny. Right, right. And like, that's obviously not my world. And I've like, and I also like, didn't work, but like volunteered as like an LGBT activist throughout the state for like over a decade and like ran a dyke march. (laughs) (laughs) You can look that one up. Uh, And it like, and so like, I'm just like not putting up with it in that way. Cause like, that's what, you know, I'll push back on it. That's the role as an activist is to say like, hey, I know where you're coming from and I'm giving you the compassion to recognize that like you're screwing up on your words right? because you are parroting things that you don't recognize are offensive. But when you have that conversation with someone and they turn around, they're like, no, I actually mean it. You're like, nope, I can't convince you, right? Right. Like what's the energy? There's no, there's no more, yeah. So when I started doing comedy, it was like trying to figure out if this is really what I wanted to go into. So I was like also working a lot at the time. Mm -hmm. Um. And I uh, volunteered for the Motor City Comedy Festival in 2019. Okay. And Kara Karachi was... <laughs> I always, like, feel that dirty saying Karachi. her name. That damn Karachi. <laughs> like, me saying it, too. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, I ended up kind of reaching out to her about, like, about the, uh, volunteering and being right. like, is this something that I could do? You know, having done event planning and stuff for, like, activism side of it. Right. Like, I've run a lot of open mics, actually. A right. lot of open mics for 17-year-old girls with acoustic guitars. So okay. I served my time. Right. Um, but I was, like, there. <laughs> and she made it so easy to, like, be there and be feel comfortable there. And, of course, yeah. I ran security. Like, mm-mm. I was on the security uh, detail. Damn. <laughs> Don't uh, fuck with Labrelle, you well, guys. It was mostly re- redirecting people who thought the green room was the bathroom. But, you know, Absolutely. I'm good at it. Absolutely. So, like... And that was the wild one where, like, in that weird, you know, like, crossing stars yeah. kind of moment, it was, uh, I was told to go to Trixie's because I was like, hey, is there a show? Like, I would like to go try some stuff. Like, I haven't been out in this area. I was doing mostly at a, a venue in, like, Dearborn Heights. Yeah. Just going each week to, like, practice. Right. And so that's when I ended up out. Uh, and it was, Joe was doing uh, the Comfort Zone, if I remember right. Okay. Uh, their show where they, like, play violin while people are on stage. So it's like, Oh, I've never it, heard oh of my this. God, it was yeah. amazing. And like, 
So I did. I did like my like an air, a bit about Ariel. Like how everyone thinks that Ariel's my favorite Disney princess, and right. it's like, no, fuck no, it's Mulan. Like for you, right, 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 right. <laughs> and it's like I don't care if she's not a princess, she counts. Like we don't get a lot of them. She's a princess, isn't Tec- she? No, absolutely no? not. Nope. nope. She is just from a warrior family. Oh, and I mean, like screw being a princess, she gets an award from like the entire country. Do like, they have her like walking around Disneyland? Oh, absolutely. And I yeah. think they probably put her in a dress or some garbage, uh, but who knows? But like, <laughs> but like, with a crown. I made that joke and then they started playing like a whole new world or something. Uh-huh. Like, Joe off the car. On, on the And violin. I was like, oh, shit. And then we ended up like talking afterwards and just like having that little interaction. And then, like I said, like, of course, that was like fall of 2019. And then I really decided to take comedy seriously in February 2020. <laughs> That's when I signed good, up. For, I that, signed that's kind of an all right time, wasn't it? Well, I signed up for the Mark Ridley's uh, Mark Ridley's like comedy writing class. Right, right, right. right. And I si- tried to sign up for the one in February, and it didn't go through. So I signed up for the one in March. Yeah. But this is like I signed up in like January. <laughs> and then March hits, and it's COVID. like three weeks in. And we're like, so what happens when everything shuts down? And they're like, it'll be fine. And like that, I don't know if you've done the class, but it's like a six week class. Yeah, I just did it. Yeah, I did it in that April. Well, yeah. it turned into a thirteen month class. <laughs> Oh, really? Dead serious. I call it my writer's retreat. Like, oh every six gosh. months, we just show back up on stage being like, so you're still alive? Oh, my god. Yeah, gosh. no, it was nuts. And like, So did you ever have a grad show? Or I did, yeah. yeah. Bill, Bill uh, we did the grad show, and it ended up being combined with a couple different people. But, right. like, in a class of 12, only three of us came out of it. Like, Wow. But during that time, that's when Nicole so Melnick was doing the Zoom show, which I heard oh, her. Oh, okay. And I'm just saying, because I know it's already out on Spotify. Yeah. She... I will not let her dog that show. She can go to heck because of it. It was the best. It was an open, like professional comics were like, I can't do Zoom open mics. Zoom open mics are stupid. Who does Zoom open mics? And Nicole had regulars. Like people coming to see a Zoom open mic. And it was wild because it did turn into a writing room. And that's when I'm like, let me tell you about all the people on it. But because it was a Zoom mic and it was a lot of Michigan comics, you're getting people from like Grand Rapids and Lansing. And also you just got- All over. And, like, for someone who... Exposure. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and also for someone who has, like, health issues that, like, put me in a position where until I was able to get vaccinated, like, I was like, counted as, like, a pretty moderate to high-risk community because I right. have, like, I have some, like, complicating issues with, like, my allergies and, like, a- like asthma symptoms. Mm-hmm. Basically, every time I get sick, I get bronchitis. So getting, like, right. a lung infection and then getting another one is not going to do well for me. I'm sorry, I've been smoking in front of you. No, no, that's fine. I got the vaccine. I got my inhaler on me. I'm all right. No, listen, I mean, we both know I smoke a lot of weed, so it's not like I'm doing it. I love how you have, like, this, like, like, you have this, like, uh, you have this voice that is just, like, so like beyond what like what your like physical entity <laughs> encapsulates and you just have this like hey listen <laughs> and and you sound like you smoke more cigarettes than me sometimes you really do it's the camp count i've been yelling a lot of kids yelling, this summer. At, kids. yelling at the kids but yeah it's kids. like she did this amazing show and as someone who like couldn't go out and perform and also some of the mics were, that were being run were like anti-mask right yeah, so it's yeah. like i'm being shamed for wearing a mask so that i don't die right and i'm like so we do this and like it was like amazing because like just so many people came out and it was like there's some comics like ryla um she's out of oh, Ke- Gray. yeah she's so much fun like she's wild Right? She's and like, wild. And, like, then there's Dante, Nicole's best. Dante Lillard. Right? Yep. And you're just, like, the and, like, and then I was going to say, and then, like, also it's, like, Joe and, like, Jack Reeves and Noah and, right. like, 
I, and then Jacob Russell is on it like mm-hmm. a lot. It was like there's all these amazing people, and that was my introduction to it's like Michigan comedy. comedy. Right, that's awesome. And like we ended up doing things afterwards too. Like it was like we had the show, and then like we keep going with like breaking down jokes. So all of a sudden, everyone's like, okay, this sounds like really like this is a really way to spin it. You should like take this line or like, right. hey, this is a great way to like push it forward. And like, of course, there's always like mic drama even on a Zoom mic, right. you know. And right. it and it ended up being this space where like. We would, like, play, like, video game. Like, we'd, like, play, like, that Jackbox TV thing. Mm-hmm. Like, this is actually why I was mad at Nicole about this whole thing. Being like, it doesn't count. Because I was like, bitch, you made me cry. Like, <laughs> like, we did this, like, Jackbox TV thing. And it was, like, November into the pandemic. So this is, like, at, like this is, like, after I got fired, like, fired right. from my job at Starbucks where I got assaulted by a customer <laughs> during the pandemic and then fired for being assaulted. Just dropping that in case there's any lawyers listening. Ooh, um, Starbucks. <laughs> But it was just like customer service was brutal at that time. So like I'm coming out of this. I'm, I lost my friends who I work with. I lost right. like I'm not seeing my family. It, and then we you do didn't this gain mic, anything. Yeah. Right. And then like we do Jackbox TV. So we're all like on our phones, on our computers, hanging out together. And I remember just like literally like playing it and crying <laughs> because because I'm good at mixed emotions. <laughs> and I was like playing it and like 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 crying because like I would play Jackbox TV with my friends before the pandemic, right? Right. We would hang out together or like like do this exactly this, mind you, in a room usually, but like yeah. we'd have this experience together. And it was the most normal feeling. Right. In, like, it six made months. you feel so much better. And yeah. then I get to like be braggadocious, like this is the people I did comedy with for right. a year. Right. Right. Like, right. Like, this is where I'm like, Jacob Russell is doing the one-man show, and I'm, like, peddling it. Like, right, I'm, right, like, exactly. They're one of my favorite comics to watch, like, because yeah. I just, like, I, and, like, because the same personality they had on the, like, they could communicate that onto this tiny screen. And yeah. I was like, these are people I get to hang out with and call my friends. And like, It's such a cool feeling. It really yeah, is. Yeah, and, it like, really is. the big one, too, was, like, because I got divorced, like, I, and it was complicated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got divorced in, like, uh, 2019. So, like, I'm also coming out of this, like, a complicating factor to it is being queer is, yeah. like, I lost a lot of my queer friends because I wasn't the fun one. I wasn't the one that initiated uh, the divorce. Uh. I was the one it was surprised on. And then, like... And then you go forward, and then it's just, like, I was, like, had that day where I was, like, I've lost, like, 70% of my support network between not talking to her family and, like, like the way boundaries she set up, which is right. on them, but, like, and then losing, like, a bunch of, like, relationships because of the pandemic, and it was, like, coming into that and then having, like, all of these amazing comics. like I And like, I was going to say, and, like, look at you now. Like, right. I mean, like, everything's so much better now. You know well, what I mean? Like, it's it's just going to keep getting better and better and better, cool. you know? And it's cool because it also is that thing where it's, like, I get to, like, meet and re-meet all these, like, queer people in a space where they right. get to be really vocal about it. Right, right. Yeah, and then, like I said, the and other And make one, new connections and new friends, you know, well, too. Yeah, and we were talking about Michelle, too. Michelle's, like, Michelle might be, like, the closest thing to, like, a comedy hero. Like, her <laughs> and Grace for, like, country yeah, time. I know. Like, they're the shock jockettes. I know, like, right, right. I want to make merch for them. Yeah, I like, I want that pink, like, jacket. Like, mm-hmm. I want to, like, and I feel like you, I might I, be able to convince I, you I, to help me with we this. could get jackets. Right. I mean, I, I would want wear jackets. I would wear a jacket if we just put a little sanctioned by Stephanie stamp. Listen, on the if you want to sponsor it, we're gonna make this. Cu- they're gonna add. I to can't this. sponsor it, but we could find a sponsor. No, you're emotional you, sponsor. I'm, you can I'm, just. I'm an we'll, emotional sponsor we'll always. Host yes. it. Yes. Like then, I've, 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 I've supported both of them from oh day one. Oh my god. No, and it, it is like, and that's it, right? Like I yeah. got to meet like people, and they they're wild to me because like they're like ten years younger than me. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. And, like, 
like, and I'm listening to them, and again, crying on their, listening to their podcast, being like, I wish I could have had them when I was in my right? 20s, right? Exactly. Like, although that would have been creepy, because they would have been, I would have I wish I could have had a lot of these people when I was a lot younger. But, it's, it's wild, but like, um, coming into it now is cool. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really glad that we, we finished that whole thought. <laughs> So you know I'll go on forever. This is why I know this is this podcast that never ends. It just goes on and on, my friend. I'm I'm like, light me, like give me boundaries. No, but we love you. No, we love you. We want to hear from you. But we're gonna do what we did at Diva Cup when it comes to the unsanctioned seven rapid fire. The seven random (laughs) questions (laughs) that we give to everybody. We're doing this shit rapid fire because this is LaBrell. She is the number one first winner of the Downriver. Diva oh, Cup oh, ever. Oh, all right. Oh, it's on the mantle. It. Mm, all right, mm. it's on the mantle. Absolutely. You know that my parents put it in a special spot. Oh, that, that is so great. Funny. I want a picture. It it's is so on top funny. of the oh, I want to see at mom and dad's house on the mantle. That's Next great. To the happy Please. birthday cards. Please take a photo. Please take a photo. 100%. Okay. First question rapid fire. What's the weirdest movie you've ever seen? Oh, a lot of them. Um, I, when I <laughs> so because I need my friends give me healthy boundaries. When I was like graduated high school, the summer afterwards, I worked really early babysitting, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but all my friends were night people, uh-huh. so they like told me very explicitly that they're like, "Don't come over before two p.m." And I was like, "Okay." So I watched like three movies a day that summer. <laughs> okay, eating corn pops in a mixing bowl It was beautiful. Nice. Yeah, I wonder why I have health problems. Sorry, it's uh, corn pops. So I think of the ones that I remember being because I also like made a list of every single one. Okay. Uh, the one that I remember being like, "Good God, this is not worth it." Was like uh, Basketball Diaries with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, really? Weirdest one because like the heroin one. Yeah, because yeah. I was like in it. Leonardo DiCaprio was like, I didn't want to fuck him. I wanted to be him, you know? Right, right. exactly. But he had the pussy patrol. I right? didn't know it at the time. I was like, I want that, like, Hawaiian. This is the part where it's like Nicole, but not. Like, if yeah. I want that Hawaiian shirt lifestyle that makes the ladies just throw themselves at me. <laughs> and instead, I get the awkward Claire Danes, like, kind of killing herself. But Kind of um, <laughs> killing herself. Kind of killing basketball herself. Basketball diaries. Keep going. Basketball diaries. Okay. Who would win in an arm wrestle? You... Or Nicole Melnick. <laughs> I have no fucking clue. Oh, no, 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 wait. Yes, I do. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, this is going to happen. I can see okay. this already. Uh, okay, I'm going to get I'm gonna get real mad at myself for not remembering their names because I'm really bad about this. But it's Daniel. Um, always wears a hat. Grinnell? Yes. Because I want to call him Grisnell because I'm, like, bad at it. But I'm, like, Grinnell. So no, he, call him that. He does not understand why people think that we're the same person. And he like went on a rant to Nicole about it, being like, I'll get it. I'll get it. Julie's more athletic than you. <laughs> so I, I want to say me. You're going to win. Okay. But I also have better leg strength. So in a kickoff, I would win 100%. No question asked. But in arm wrestling, we might just like might do be a toss up. Okay. Although like maybe actually not because, you know, we both use our hands a lot. <laughs> okay. Next question. What's your most embarrassing childhood memory? I just got that. <laughs> <laughs> We both use our hands a lot. What is it? Two in the thoughts, one in the prayers. (laughs) 
most embarrassing childhood memory. Oh, oh my god, I will listen to you ask someone else this because I did research beforehand. Yeah, I, 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 binge, I, binge I, re, I recycle these questions. No, I love it because I was preparing for them. Okay. Um, it was on. Oh no, wait. There's a fashion emergency when I'm confusing them, but that's probably mm. the same thing. Mm. Um, it was probably <laughs> so. Like my biggest. So like I said, I was not. Oh no, there's two. <laughs> Actually, what it is is that I was really obsessed with Harriet the Spy. Like, okay. like, you want to talk about media representation, for some reason, the awkward bully child who was masculine presenting and wrote a lot in their journal <laughs> stuck out to me. <laughs> so, also, when her in the next book, when she, like, kind of got a boyfriend, I chucked that book across the room. I was like, this is a lie. This is inauthentic. <laughs> but I was so obsessed, I basically cosplayed as Harriet the Spy. Like, I had all of it. I also was, like, really into American Girl dolls, because of course I was. So, I had the Molly McIntyre yellow raincoat. Molly so McIntyre. I had everything. I had it decked out, right? Like mm-hmm. with the pockets. And then I was creeping through the neighborhood because I did. And then like my, I didn't, I thought I was very stealthy, but at least one neighbor had to explain to my parents to tell me like to not climb in their trees and <laughs> in their windows. I mean, it didn't. I just liked their tree, um, but <laughs> they got a little uncomfortable. So I learned boundaries early. Did, did the police get called? No, never once. Never no, once. They no, just talked to your parents or did they just like give you no, a they stern? No, they just did the talk to my parents being like, so I think she's just climbing our tree, but she's kind of close to the windows and we don't want her looking inside. <laughs> So all of that it wasn't is like we think your daughter's a creeper. Oh no no, it, they knew something was going on. But <laughs> they uh, so the the best part is like I had the journal, I had everything, and I was being kind of bullied in fifth grade because that's right when like like you lose your you, yeah <laughs> that's right when you lose all your friends is the gay lesbian pretty kid, much pretty right? much they're like, all like oh yeah. she's trying to fuck me. Well, it's like I didn't get it's like I went from getting invited to like all the sleepovers to like none, none of, of the them. sleepovers okay. and the boys don't invite you because right. that their moms are like well you can't have girlfriends right. over because right, right. you're gonna want to fuck them when you're ten I don't know I think every mom has this like uh, this fear of like some kind of gangbang thing happening right if and girl I, comes to a sleepover and I am the like I am on the moms like i'm the kid who would go hang out with the, the moms, moms right yeah yeah that's my that's my genre but so i was really into hair at the spy so i wore it every day and i was like in there and i'd be writing notes in my notebook and you know there's a scene in it where like her notebook gets lost because she right. finally has friends and then they like read her notebook and humiliate her in front of everyone right so i was writing in my notebook and i got that literally like from kids in my class being like what's mm. in the notebook let's see what's in the notebook who you're writing about in your notebook oh, shit. so i like stood up in front of the class ripped the pages out of it and was like you want to read it read it now and then like threw it at least this is in my head threw it like in the air burst into tears walked out of the room and went like am i the performance like was would that have happened if i hadn't watched harry at this point <laughs> but just like like losing it like yeah. in it and then just burst into tears and walked out of the room and was like well i guess that's what's happening that's what's happened so, so that's that's probably the most embarrassing moment anyone's ever said on here you, <laughs> God, yes, you win you keep winning <laughs> Why does the you're gonna end up going home oh with Shaq? God. You're gonna end up going home with Shaq, my giant dildo right there. You what, haven't seen what, him yet. What? What? Have I you will, met Shaq? It may not make it to my parents. Just mantle. say hi to him. Just say hi. Hello. Hi, Shaq. No, mad respect. I'm not. He's been in like ninety percent of all the male comics that have been here's pants because they've have big dick 
uh, envy, not big dig energy. Oh, I was like, I'm like, I'm like, I liked how that was going, and then I was like, oh, disappointed. They had an opportunity to try. No, they something. all just like walked around with it, like a bunch of people. I can't oh drop God. names right now, but like in with their pictures, pants. yeah. Wait, the, like, wait, like, just do you like have pictures? Hanging. Can I join yeah. it? There's the picture. Where's the pictures over there? Later. Well, I will drop one name. No. I will drop one name. Steve Cass. Okay. okay. Oh, oh no, that no. I want to be in that company. And and uh, Zach Nicoletti. Oh, that too. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Also, like, I, I mean, is that like cultural appropriation? I, I don't know what it is. It was, it was uncomfortable. I mean, <laughs> That's what it was. But uh, yeah, no, we, we got to keep rapid yes. firing. All right, <laughs> we got to keep rapid firing. But there's one of the photos. He, he looks like the least sexiest person with a dick hanging out. <laughs> I mean this in the nicest way, but he's also got his hand wrapped up, so it's like he can't even give himself a good hand job. He will be here shortly. Oh, I'm so, so excited! No, truly, he's one of those people. Who You're like, gonna be on this too. And this oh, is gonna we're be so gonna much share fun. this picture with Steve Cass. Oh yeah, oh, totally. We gotta bring back. We gotta turn back time. Oh, <laughs> from the first time I met Steve and he put my dick in his pants. Oh, all right. Next, next question, rapid fire. What number are we on, Ben? We're on number four. Yeah. Number four. What's the most gimmicky home gadget that you own? Gimmicky. Okay. That's a tough one. I was going to say my kitchen. Like it can be a, some, something as seen on TV, whatever. Yeah. A button maker. A button maker. <laughs> For my protest buttons. You make your protest buttons. You know I used to make screen print my own t-shirts. I mean, I made them with Sharpie, but you know, same. Same diff. Same. Yeah. yeah same diff. Oh my God. So oh. you have a button maker. I do. So how much did the button maker set you back? Can uh, I ask? I don't know. My mom got it two for one pricing on a button maker for the library. So I got the bonus button maker. You got the bonus button maker. <laughs> the two for one special. The two for oh one special no. for the library. But not giving Your mother's a librarian? No, my mother is on the is on, on the, the board, board for the okay. li- friends of the Langster Library. Oh, okay, okay. She she's got her ladies. They're yeah. awesome. And they can yeah. find those deals, man. Oh my god, and they love me cuz I just yeah. come over there and help them set up tents and all of a sudden I'm like strong. So you're man. working for it. Oh, yeah. I can't. You work not, for that button maker. I work for that button maker. <laughs> and also KitchenAid mixer, but that's not gimmicky. That's just Kim, me. KitchenAid mixers are so you can like put, <sighs> you can like grind sausage in them like you can do all kinds of so stuff. many things are you of are you, you said you're gluten-free are yeah. you vegan are you are you vegetarian or anything like that <laughs> or you eat meat <clears throat> but don't like the bone i mean i've experimented <laughs> in my past but i discovered having to give up gluten forever just makes me like not want to give other boundaries to food. okay good, good i'm like i gotta just roll with it. no i mean yeah. yes of course i made my parents eat tofu for years <laughs> 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 like I, you know but i'm a cheerleader of the movie right 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 that it hit a lot like that actually is one of those movies where i didn't realize i watched it like as soon as it came out and available Mm -hmm. on vhs from blockbuster there is picture proof of me at like 16 watching this movie Mm -hmm. and then i tried to convince everyone to watch it and no one would watch it 20 years later it's a cult hit and they're like have you seen this movie and i'm like screw (laughs) screw you bitch you make fun of me okay dude i did that shit with fucking go do you know the movie go which one with uh uh 
Oh my God, what is her name? Uh, from Dawson's Creek, uh, the um, one that married Tom Cruise. Uh, oh, Katie Holmes. Katie yeah, Holmes. probably. The I Pride watched of Go. Toledo, Ohio. Katie Go. Holmes. Thank you. It's her. Go is like uh, it's like the rave movie where they're all like uh, they're uh, they, they're like all buying orange juice at the grocery store <laughs> and then like and then like there's the undercover cops, which is like Jay Moore, the comic, and uh, mm. another creepy like character actor that you guys would know, like everybody would know, but I don't know his name. Yeah. And and it's just like it's just it's a drug movie. It's an ecstasy movie. Like it's hilarious. It's so funny. It's from the early like what 2000 probably 2001 2002 it's super like yeah. early 2000s but um it's yeah sarah poppy i think is the other chick that's the main chick in it but it's it's all those actors from that there's time a period. lot of recognizable yeah. people oh, yeah. oh my god you know what's the it. one which i okay oh I, tay diggs is in it Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I'm trying to remember which one it was that had... To, and they went to Vegas, too. There was a whole nother... Like, uh, there was, like, six stories in one story. There's the movie that was with uh, Seth Green and the chick who ended up being in Six Feet Under, right? Um, and it's about, oh, like... Can't Hardly Wait. Yeah, um, okay, that, that movie. movie. Okay, that is, like... I watched that movie when I was in, like, eighth grade, and I thought that's what high school was going to be like. Yeah. Which is mostly that I thought I was Seth Green. Um, <laughs> oh, and also to talk more shit about Nicole, because it's my questions, my time. <laughs> is it Nicole? I'm the one who told her when she was all, like, about, like... She was, like, who's, like, the best, like, person for Willow or whatever is, like... Oh, okay. And I was like, nah, bitch, it's Oz. Oz. Like, once Oz left the show, I was out. I'm like... And I really liked their relationship because for some reason that worked for me no isn't like, that what she said too well, I thought yeah, she said, but that's because yeah. i did it first oh yeah she gets pissed at me when i bring that up oh <laughs> so you're I'm, like i oh, was no. there first and the best part is like this is why she's family her mom told me i get to call her mom <laughs> <laughs> and my parents picked her up from the airport at midnight <laughs> my dad was like she was she was <laughs> Right? She was so worried because she was coming back from a trip and she was like, is it okay to ask your parents to pick me up at midnight? I'm like, we live 15 minutes from the airport, right? Right, like, Dearborn. My parents and my dad, well, now they're in Dearborn Heights. Scandalous. Uh, but my dad is like, loves a good like to like love he needs something he to do wants to they help people he wants people. to be there for you he wants the reliable car for you i'm right? retired so he like i was like nicole here's what's gonna happen yeah i'm gonna tell my dad that your flight is at midnight he's gonna say i'm supposed to go to bed at 10 i'll be like yes correct so she's gonna text you the information nicole drop i was like and he's oh, i forgot shoot i messed this up i was like yeah so here he's gonna complain about it and i'm gonna be like nicole it's fine that's not on you you're the one who is doing this i have to be at the summer camp i was i'm on the board of directors right for. so i'm out at the summer camp i can't pick you up my dad will help you out and be like oh it's past my bedtime blah 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 julia always having me do things for her right and then he's gonna do it and then you're gonna get a series of text messages to confirm your flight information what time you're landing and then he's gonna reply back to those text messages that he said as soon as you land send him a message so that way he can make sure to get out of the house because then he'll be at the arrival he'll be at baggage before you get off the plane right Right. Because we're so close. And every single thing I said was exactly what was in the group text message between me, my parents, and Nicole. <laughs> so funny. So, like, she's, like, the sister. She's the, like, sister I, like, Never I needed. Had, yeah, yeah. Like, I love my sister. She's the best. But, like, Nicole's the, sis, like, the gay sister. The gay sister you needed. Yeah. You always needed. Okay, so what number are we on now? Five. five. All right, we're on number five. <laughs> Would you rather bark or make DJ air horn sounds every time you had to moan. 
Oh, DJ Airhorn sounds. And also, <laughs> like, I don't do that already. <laughs> I love that. Like, I love that. Yeah. Woo, woo, woo. Like, you want a hype person? Pew, 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 pew. Right? This is how I come, folks. Like, I want you to know that I'm excited. This is called enthusiastic consent. <laughs> I love that. All right, number six. Uh, all right. Pew, pew, pew. That was me moaning for you. You ever sexed? Oh, yeah. What's the strangest sex you've ever received back? Honestly, nothing. That's Honestly, nothing. What's no, I the mean, strangest like, sex you've ever sent? No, mostly it's like, hey, you up? <laughs> <laughs> and then no, we just get together. I, it's, I, it's not that. So, like, I generally am hyper paranoid about, like, you know, I mean, it's like I'm for someone who is this gay talking about sex is very, like, every day for me because being an LGBTQAA. Alphabet Mafia activist. Okay, wait, I, wait, wait, wait. LGBTQAA. LGBTQAI. AI. What's yeah. that mean? Uh, AI. What does that mean? Oh, A is asexual and I is intersex. Okay. Did not know that was okay. added. Okay. Thank um, you for telling me. No, no. Okay. okay. Serious ahead. question. Continue. When was that added? It's kind of an amorphous blob that goes through, but it. I have been. She's she's ahead of the game. That's what I'm asking. No, okay, so I will she's tell the you. Expert. Like, uh, yes, all I've ever wanted to be is like a queer expert. <laughs> like this is it. Like this is what I'm, I'm a queer expert. I'm a, oh, mm. <laughs> I want to get invited to all the like college. Like I want. Hey. I don't want to be a gay professor, but I want to be with a the, like gay man professors. Who loves pussy? So. I do have something in common, but Absolute. I'm straight. I was going to say, here's oh, the deal. stop. He used to walk around and be like, I'm a lesbian. I'm no, a lesbian. Okay. Oh, listen, was, listen. No. Matt, okay, here's the deal about it. I know it's not a choice. I apologize for that. Because if you could, I know you'd be on my side. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, I got the diversity is here. Plus, it turns out the straights keep popping up gay kids, so I'm cool with it. Like, yeah, and yeah, we totally have a shitty. possibility of that. Oh, I yeah. know you said Jolly Rancher. Oh, am I allowed to take the Jolly Rancher? We'll talk later. Okay, here's the deal. Here's the deal about it. No matter what you do with any of your kids, put them in therapy. They need it. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. they have... You as a mom. I know, exactly. <laughs> no, but truly, completely. I see that as like the kid. No, it really is. It's like, you, I mean. It because is, I'm an unbridled kind of person. I no, get it. I need, they actually, need to, they need to have, they need to have stability with no, it. No, no. What it really is more along, it's more along the lines of actually like, they're going to like, as a child of progressive parents. Right. Like they're going to be the ones being like, what do you mean you have a problem with this? And then they're mm-hmm. going to get lightly made fun of because they're like punching up and not down. Right. And then they're going to need a therapist to be like, I think I'm right. And they'll be like, yeah. as a paid professional, I can objectively tell you, yes. Yes, you're correct. Yeah. So that's that's where I'm coming in with it. No, right. you just need more people on their side to no, be like for sure. changing the world. <laughs> One tiny fabulous human at a time. Like fabulous, fabulous. I forgot what the question was. I don't know what was the what was the last one. Ben, you're 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 pre pre yeah. No, oh, was, all right, so I don't remember the last no, okay, question no. either. The last, the last question. <laughs> the last question was this. Hold on, it was uh uh oh. Uh, uh, Oh, uh, I wanted sexting. Which oh the Barker oh, airhorn. Oh no, it was sexting. Yeah. yeah. Was the, so um, any strange sex you've ever received? Oh, that was more along the lines of what I was saying. Like as a weirdo queer, I'm a little paranoid yeah. about that stuff. So you, you don't know the really government like do that. Well, but then I also realized like it doesn't matter. Because uh, during the pandemic, it wasn't so much the weird sexting as like as like of the platforms that you were working well for uh-huh. uh you know like hooking up with your partner online and right. from a distance 
Facebook Messenger. Facebook Messenger. That's so I was just like, did. someone has to watch this, mm-hmm. and I hope, and I'm like, and I'm not putting on the best performance for you. Like, this is not <laughs> for anyone else. It's living, and it's like not sexy either, because it's not like the fun, like, you know, disembodied <laughs> vagina. It's like, look me in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one, and I'm doing this, and I think it's funny, so I'm doing this mm-hmm. one. What fictional character do you think would be really good in bed? As an appropriate aged adult, yes. Gretchen from Recess. <laughs> she did the research. Gretchen from Recess. <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, I know someone That's who hilarious. sits in the stands. Not and- Spinelli? Because I thought maybe Spinelli. No, as the kid who sat in the borders and read The Joys of Lesbian Sex, because it wasn't carried in the library. Right, right. I know I know a Gretchen when I see one. Okay, you know a Gretchen when you see one. <laughs> you do the research, you're accepting, you come out of this, like, are, like... I was, the reason no one liked me in the queer community is because I was always the one being like, hey, can we not as lesbians discriminate against bisexual or trans women? Because to be frank, I don't, like, I, you want me, you I'm care. down for it, right? right like, right. I'm running the numbers and I'm not high on a lot of people's lists, so I go wide. So do you think you're more like pan then? No, I, no, no. I mean, my thing is that I'm a queer dyke and I'm not monogamous. Okay, I don't, I don't know what that. I don't no, know of what, course not. Let me. I don't know what queer means. Okay, though. Like, kind, does so, that just encompass a lot? Okay, so for me, it's like I always say it is like queer is a little different because it's like I like women and women adjacent to humans. Like, okay, I that's, what, that's yeah. what I needed to be. Yeah, because it's like, and that some people who are and it call and like it's like. Because my mom is my mom. She right. had tr- trouble saying, like, Dyke March because she's like, back in my day, that was super offensive. Right. So she called it the lesbian parade. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, strangely different vibe. But it's like, that's kind of where my community lies. But it's a lot more, I, it's just not, I'm not, because no, I'm not paying because it's not. It's not. There, it okay. really is. Like, I've always known that it was like, like, I'm just into girls. <laughs> Well, you whatever know, form they want. You know so I'm from the 90s. Like, I'm, I'm learning. Well, <laughs> like, no worries. And then the dyke thing I like to say is, like, uh, my joke is, like, it's, like, I'm a woman in the sense that, like, if I have a form to fill out, I'm always checking woman. Right? Okay, right. But, like, 75% of the time, like, what is, like, having tits have to do with any of my accounting forms? Right. Right? Exactly. Like, it's, like, I would like to prefer... I, I ride a gender neutral lifestyle and I don't make any assumptions until you're like, Hey, you're hot. And I'm like, tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> then we can talk. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'd be sluttier, but you know, trauma. I feel you. Feel you on that. I really, it's, actually, it's, like, I think we completely get that. We like, totally we're like, oh, we need, uh. we really want to be out there and a lot sluttier, but we have to have a lot more conversations about enthusiastic <laughs> consent, which is a turnoff. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I get it. I get it. And we need to know narcissism. No more narcissism. <laughs> hey, no you know, narcissism. a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Because then they're like, smack your ass with narcissism, but that's about it. Yeah, it's more like you're into me that makes me into you. And I'm like, yes, I want to hear more about how you like me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's not a praise king so much as I just need validation. (laughs) So this has been amazing. Yay. We did all our, we did all the shit, right? (laughs) I fulfilled all the requirements of the show tonight. Like, and we're going to do another show and Julia's going to be on it. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. I do have to, oh, screw, oh. 
Yeah. So yeah, I was gonna say. Sneak peek. She's gonna be on the next one. I was just gonna say. Or the before one. No, it's gonna be time. It's gonna be the before one because yeah, we're we're. I'm Nicole. What is time? (laughs) I was like, I know. I was honestly like, I can't put her right after Nicole, so we're having a buffer with some dicks. So it's gonna be cool. We're gonna have a nice little dick show. No, she's right after Nicole. No, she's not. No, no, no. I'm cool with it. No, I'm totally down. Listen, you need you have to separate us. She's right after. Powerful together. Listen, listen, listen. He's gonna he's gonna get ugly with me if I don't tell him. Uh, yes, we can do this right. Okay, whatever works for we're you. We're putting the Bobsy twins right next to each other. Okay, <laughs> all right. And it cousins. makes for more better entertainment. Oh my god, our moms are gonna listen so hard. They're cousins, identical we're, cousins. Dude, I mean, if, it, if we're ever, all about the entertainment. It's like if there's ever a definition of chosen family, it's like <laughs> I'm gonna get sappy on it, but that's it. I mean, like. Literally, like, I can't tell you, like I said, like, coming out of, like, a situation where you just, you know, you have your whole support system's shaken up. (laughs) And then finding someone who's just, like, it was, like, some dumb joke. It was something about, like, during, at Mm post-divorce, when the stimulus payments came out, (laughs) I was one of those people whose tax forms got held up in the IRS. So I ended up getting all my ex-wife's stimulus money. Oh, shit. So a year, I mean, after our divorce, we had to have this conversation. And, of course, it's money... Mm, didn't it's go great yeah and uh you know whatever but i was like on one of the zoom mics like talking mm-hmm. about it just like really like genuinely just like trying to make it funny but mm-hmm. like not quite there yet right and nicole was like no you are always right everything about you is fabulous no we have your back now and i was like oh 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 <laughs> shit okay no i needed you during my divorce but i'll take you after <laughs> And this you know? is why, and this is why they are the honey badgers. Of <laughs> comedy. We will make everyone around us more progressive just out of like, sheer we force. Don't give a fuck. You're gonna listen to what we have to say. I we, love it. I love it about. I, I love us, it about you. You told us to be quiet too many times in school. And this is what you get. Yep. We're angsty oh. as hell. But no, it was also that like on the local stuff, the crew that does big time garbage. Like yeah, I got. Like I haven't followed their stuff online, but mm-hmm. like the live show is such a blast yeah and like that's the thing that's so cool and about the like broski weirdness like i know yeah. i'm awkward around him because i'm like i want to be your friend right 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 <laughs> but right. it is like it's awesome too to see people who are in that space where they're like yeah no we're gonna like call this stuff out too and our and figure it out as we go along yeah for yeah. sure and then uh the other one is like i said the one with like say nice things is like in all yep. the comedy stuff because you told me i had to do this yes and i need sure. you to remind me I'm that's sorry. another one with like oh the white clock no, no, bringing it back around. We're going to end it. Around. We're going to circle it. Save nice, th- Say nice things. So the thing with it is Veronica Frick, who is the showrunner creator, just boss bitch, right. like, right? Who does say nice things. Like, there's a lot. It's hard to keep it motivated because it's coming out as a web series. We're almost at the end of it. Like, right. this is what we filmed. And, like, it's, it's just so difficult to make art as women, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it is mm-hmm. really hard. And there's an element to it where really unintentionally coming kind of competitive. Right. Like, you don't mean to be. Right. But when you're forced into those spaces, like you said, of being, like, this constantly being pointed out is, like, having your intelligence questioned because you carry a lot of other stuff with it. Right, like, absolutely. you have to be defensive. And right. then you, you know. But I remember the first time I met her, it was so funny because it was actually, like, w- because of Joe. Like, I met Veronica. Right, okay. Um, And I saw her, and she was wearing a La Tigra shirt. 
Oh, um, shoot. Right. Okay. And she yeah. has these bangs and uh-huh. like she just had that riot girl look. And I was like, God, why do I think I know I've met you her? You may have because she's a bartender and okay. been a bartender in the Detroit area for a long time. Okay. And like in the music scene. And it's just like doing just like is really like an incredible writer. But like artist, you know how it is. Like mm-hmm. you she. She's been submitting stuff to people and they're like, well, you need an agent before we'll talk to you. And it's like, how do I get an agent? It's like, well, you have to get an agent before you talk to you. And you're like, but how do you get in there? You run in that thing. So it's like, she was like, screw it. Like I'm doing it myself. And so she like funded this project in this way that's like brilliant. And it's all of these amazing, like new performers, like almost everyone is relatively new. And she's focused on like what, like who was in the area, but also Bryson Quinn, who's on the episode um, with Zach. Yeah. Oh my God. Right. Like, I have, Zach was supposed to send it to me because I was like, oh. I didn't know what episode it was. And I told him I was like, I was like, I, I'm trying to devour as much as I can. Yeah, no. But like Better Call Saul, like encapsul- <laughs> encapsulated me. No, so. and it's, no, you don't have to apologize about it. Because the thing about, I've, I myself have had to come to terms with being like, I want to be on top of everything that's going yeah, on. Yeah, no, it's hard It's like. The stuff kind of hits you in the time you need it to. Yeah. A lot. But I'm blaming my child. Just, <laughs> oh, no. Please so do. You know. Please yeah, do. They're doing a bad fault. job. It's his like, fault. Oh, he, yeah. needs to, he needs to but get himself together. He, if you want to hear good things about him, yeah. Um, yeah. he was phenomenal on set. He was like... He's a great It's actor. not just that he was like... No, it wasn't just that. He was so respectful. He like rolled in and was like taking it seriously. And like he, he and Bryson, you're excited to watch this. Yeah. But, like he and Bryson... Just nailed it, right? And Bryson's actually from Virginia. Like, they auditioned, okay. like, submitted this thing on backstage. Like, nice. I, this was before I came All right, I got to see this now. Yeah. yeah, you do. And Bryson is this, like, openly, like, trans, like, actor, right? Mm-hmm. You you don't even know that from it. Like, we actually right. made the gayest show ever. <laughs> like, they're doing this character, right? And then on top, so they do this thing. And what happens next? They're doing, they're uh, getting awards right now. Like, right. Bryce, I'm not, I'm name dropping because I'm cool like that. But, like, Zach performed with this artist. They had this amazing chemistry. And then the, they're getting validation for their work. And That's- it's so cool to get to see that, even if, like, the show doesn't get say nice things doesn't get to you know it's I'm I'm banking on it being a cult hit right yeah it's gonna be that thing where you're like oh everyone was in it back or in the they're day. gonna be like yeah yeah like yeah uh, yeah like um like uh, what is the one that Apatow everybody's always oh, like, oh freaks and geeks freaks and geeks yeah oh my god yeah it's like one season Some nailed kind of it and then yeah. no one yeah and like mm-hmm. that uh and so like that's kind of how it came about but it was like I had an opportunity to sit at the table read and I'm being me it was like right oh my god I just like whatever you want to help whatever right. I can help with right. So right. I spent like two weeks like handing out Red Bulls, keeping everyone going. Right. But it also like I told you like in theater and stuff, I had such a negative experience in like film and media classes because I was a woman in it and I mm-hmm. got bullied by my teachers. Like yeah. I'm the kind of kid who gets bullied by their teachers. Right. So like I look like it. Let's be real. Um, <laughs> All right, Gretchen. Right. Right. And <laughs> I, I told you I know a Gretchen when I know it. <laughs> I see one. So like I was dealing, you know, so like I was dealing with that and it pushed me out of that space. Like right, it kept right. me from doing it. And I luckily had this amazing photography teacher, like shout out to Mr. Carmen, like mm-hmm. wherever he is in existence. Like he kept, I mean, like prop, like pew, truly, pew, 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 pew. Yeah. he like, he's one of those teachers who like keeps you alive and you don't realize it. Yeah, like yeah. he was the one who just like got it and like, let me do independent photography classes and just have space to be creative. And like, but I walked away from it cause it hurt. Right. Yeah. Like getting like constantly being devalued, like in those, in those artistic spaces and knowing you're doing good work and then being told you're not. 
Because it's something you have no control over. But now look at you. Right. Bleh. Now you're like, huh. You're like, look at me now, bitch. Right, right, right. <laughs> WGHS, bring Kiddo, it back around. Kiddo, look at me now. <laughs> but it, uh, it was, yeah, it was just that thing. And then getting to be on this show literally brought that all back. No, I'm not on that one. I'm going to fangirl it out. I'm going to oh. be in the audience. I probably psyched you up and sold you a show you're already on. I thought, <laughs> I no, thought you I'm, were going to be there. No, no, oh, no. Okay. Yes, I will be well, there. I mean, I thought you were going to be no, on it. No, no. She's going to be there. I am. <laughs> <laughs> in you have we no I'll be in the I can I'll like I okay. said I will be all right, there all right cool no because I'm worried about dropping rhymes like no. I'm worried about it I'm nervous because like I drop rhymes of other people but I got to drop my own rhymes now so mm. it's like it's a little hard but you have a voice for radio you can do it you just gotta be like <laughs> do the low no when you drop rhymes don't go fast go slow do low like, and slow R&B like I, lean into it yeah sometimes I rhyme slow sometimes I rhyme quick <laughs> mm -hmm. tell me more uh anyway thank you so much and oh, uh, we're gonna have a lot more julia on the next <laughs> show um but uh make sure you check out say nice things it's on youtube it's free it's free but we get i mean and, and we're trying and it's, yeah. made, it's made in detroit like this is like here art like right we worked at the like a flea market. They <laughs> ate nothing but better made in Fago, you guys. Oh my god! Like, I mean, while they made it, so yes. it's very authentic. <laughs> All right, Buddy's Pizza was the only pizza ever ordered to. Oh set. my god! Okay, it, it looks exactly like a bunch of like kiddos from Detroit made yeah. a TV show. Yeah, it, you know. The and outer suburbs because we're trying to be cool. Anything <laughs> else you want to throw down to promote? Uh, you know what? As of right now, not really. No. I was gonna say there isn't. Just Summer like camp. I said. Oh, yeah, no, mm -hmm. Camp Talahi. I will do this yeah. as a total serious one. So okay. I'm going to put my serious face on. Okay. So, like, Camp Talahi, I'm on the board of directors for it. And it is one of the, it's a Christian camp, which is a little goofy sometimes to talk about. <laughs> I'm like, oh. And I always joke, like, it's a conversion camp, but in the wrong direction. <laughs> uh, we make your kids, like, nicer. No. But we, like, it's really. We make them like gay people. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's, it's like. It's a gay. Um, oh, my God. Love I mean, camp. <laughs> oh, Yes, but no, like we can't say that. No, no. What I'm gonna tell you about no. The funny part is actually that like one of our big things is that we do have like a trans camp that we run, and we're like hopefully nice. next year we're expanding it out for junior and high school students, like cross fingers. But also we run like exactly what you think of with like summer camp. It's the cheesy dorms. It's the grilled cheese sandwiches. It's nice. the games. But the biggest thing for us is like coming into an environment where kids are like dealing with like just so much right they're on screens right. for school they've dealt with the pandemic with this like change in how they're like hand like being able to socialize like we historically camps have always been like let's get you an opportunity to like right. do stuff but we figured out oh, honestly like a while ago because that's why we're still kicking it mm -hmm. like this camp is still going it like they've tried to shut us down twice oh geez. okay <laughs> um is that like we give you time to run around like we want yeah. kids to just have times being kids, kids and they get to like exists in a space where they're de like they're taken out of like a lot of the like ne like the hard parts of it like i joke that it's like a poor kids camp because yeah. we have a lot of opportunities for scholarships which is why i'm like plugging it now which is like literally our mission is like if you have a kid who needs to be able to just like be themselves and run around and like have a space to like exist like mm -hmm. we will do our best to get you there like right. whatever it is because like i said it was a natural growth that we had this like LGBTQ, like this trans and gender mm -hmm. non-conforming inclusive camp because we had this need for it. And we had these amazing moms who are like defend, like our kids deserve right. space. They want their own. And, yeah. and you know how it is. Like it's yeah. hard enough right now. I mean, you have kids like you can see how they're 
be, I mean, like being sexualized at young ages, absolutely having, you know, being forced in these situations and conversations where mm-hmm. they're dealing with cognitive dissonance, right? right? They're being told there's a pandemic and they have to take care of each other, but then they're watching adults not take care of each other. Absolutely. So like, that's the thing with us. And like, we haven't done a big camp and we're trying to be as responsive to like COVID stuff as possible. Right. Cause that's our kids. Like that's the pe- like, we're the ones who are like, you have a food allergy. Like we'll work with you. Right. Like we want you to have this experience. Cause so often like it's seen as a thing of privilege, like having an opportunity to get away from things is like a point where your parents right. have to spend money to do it. Right. And in our case, they're like, no, every single kid is a chance it's to just get, get a chance. I mean, it produces a lot of weirdos clearly, <laughs> <laughs> but it's also like you get like, that's the, honestly, that was on the first like non-homophobic spaces I was in. And it's like, I watch and like we had the first years at the camp, there was this like very conservative like minister who came in and did like yeah. a conversation and I watched the other campers like again straight campers you know mm-hmm. stand up and say like no like we're not going to be shamed for this stuff we're not going to feel right. bad about our sexuality we're not going to feel bad if we have a boyfriend in high school like you don't know what we're dealing with and maybe our boyfriend in high school ends up being someone we're with our entire lives because they're there for us and right? they they're part to of our be, family and to be and more ha- open to and it. to be each other right mm-hmm. and like and also, like, who cares if, like, if this is someone who respects you and cares about you, like, don't shame us for our relationships regardless. Right. And I watched that, and I just remember being like, oh, they got my back. Like, right, right. And, like, you just realize, like, no matter what background these people are coming from, like, we have kids from, like, rural, like, I was at camp with kids from, like, rural communities where it's, mm-hmm. like, one stoplight that doesn't work, you know? Right, right, To, like, right. kids from Detroit who are coming out to this camp, right? That, yeah, yeah. And we're just, and you realize that you have an opportunity to like come together and know that like you're just there for What's each other. What's the name of the camp one more time? Camp Talahi. Okay, yeah. Camp Talahi, and that's where you work, and that's your, that's your, and that's your that's passion. That's my passion. It yeah. is. It's, I, no, I don't want, I was gonna say, I'm on the board. So, like, like you, I mean, this like, you, is, I get paid in girl you work No, too. I work. You that's pr- like, <laughs> you work, no, but this you is don't. like the work, the work this goes for. Yeah. Like, this is the thing where I get to, and the cool part too is like, I get to shine just being there and being an adult who says like, I can have conversations with you about stuff that yeah. other adults don't know how to talk about. Oh God, I'm bringing back around to my parents. You're Ugh. good. You're good. You're good. We we we're not going back to the parents. We no, love no, mom no. and dad. We love mom and dad. I but, mean it, but but, but the thing is, is like like I I really love and appreciate what you're what you're doing because this is just like an amazing thing. And as as like I said, as a parent, yeah. as a parent, as a child, that you know. There's, just your kids I, need breaks. Kids, you don't know if your kids. kids. You don't know if your kids. You don't know if your kids. Uh, you don't know what's going on with your kids sometimes and you don't know yeah. if they're queer you don't know what's going on with them like and it's like if you have if you put them into a safe place a safe place like this like a, a place where they can just run and be friends and have fun and then also if there is a chance that they want to you know they go need, that way then they can go that way if well, they have that option they can figure themselves out and well, see and what they want out of life you I know i mean and that's the thing that they always and talk, it's open too right and the thing they talk about with comedy is like what drives you and yeah. i always like joke but not joke it's like saving queer kids <laughs> like <laughs> like it's like it's the it's like who did i want to see it's like my in some ways it's like yourself as an adult yeah. but it's also like i didn't see people who we're able to like stand up and be proud of it right. because it's so hard to do right. and it's censored and yeah. it's, and it's an obstacle. And luckily yeah. now because of the things like the internet, 
we have more opportunities for more visibility, but it also pushes back and makes kids be targets. Right. Exactly. So like, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. And I'm really glad that you let me plug that. Cause like I said, I'm that's where my heart is. I'm so super stoked that you came. This was really cool. Like this is like, uh, this was like really fun. Night. <laughs> like, I'm, I mean, so happy. I'm like, I'm like, I'm kind of like, man, I'm, I'm got it. And now we got to do round two. So, um, but oh, I know I'm guys, just like, I just want to hang out with you. Make, Stephanie. make, sure, <laughs> make sure to check out Julia <laughs> on social media. Um, go ahead and plug your instagram oh you yeah want. it's just at my last name l-e-b as in boy r-e-l-l-j yeah uh, it is not as much comedy on there as i want to it's mostly weird photos of my face and you can find her on my page because she was like yes. rocking out and just going crazy oh my gosh yes ago, and on so. facebook i'm very yep. i'm public on there so yeah oh, okay cool yeah so. i'm easy to find yeah <laughs> she's easy to find um if you want to hard uh, to ignore no if you want to burn down the patriarchy me <laughs> message her <laughs> join <laughs> me if we're gonna if we're gonna get a march on and get our rights back ladies uh labrell is probably your oh. lady you need to go and talk to uh, yes please <laughs> like i can be your network and i can make you laugh about it thank you again for Always. coming i love you all right love you too bye bye <laughs>